believe in playing around when it comes to fellowship in the Word. God always uses this ministry to bring about a serious word. And when I say a serious word, I mean life-changing, thought-changing, thought-provoking words. And he clearly lets me know, and he clearly lets us know, that he does not intend for us to play when it comes to church. And so I'm saying this clearly and loudly for those who don't know, that church is not a plaything. Church is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of power. It's a lifestyle of holiness. It's a lifestyle, amen, where, where, where grace is demonstrated. It's a lifestyle where God's glory is being revealed. And we need to know that we know that we know whenever we come together, amen, it's for a divine purpose. Amen. Amen. There's a battle going on. Can I just say it? There's a battle going on. And it's been going on for the longest, long before any of us were, even those that are on the line, no matter how old we are or young we are, long before any of us, this battle has been going on in the spirit. Yes. The battle is between the adversary and the people of God. Because your adversary, the devil, has always tried to do what he is equipped to do, and that's steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that more abundantly. Amen? But I'm certain we're in a season right now where God wants to fix some things, and he wants to turn some things around. And if you bear with me today, amen, we're going to talk about some of those things because things have been out of order for much too long. Again, long before us, but we could be the people, amen, that God uses to turn things around. Praise God, hallelujah. Yes, 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 amen. Amen. I'm not sure what the people that have called in, I'm not sure what you had on your mind when we were coming in, when you were, when you were calling in today, but little did you know that you were going to be a part of a move of God that could possibly transform the way people live from now on. Folks don't realize God doesn't need, amen, uh, uh, big places to do great big things. God can do big things on the telephone. Good God Almighty. When I said that, I felt something. He can do He can do big things on the telephone. And, and, and I hear you when you announce, Brother Lewis, uh, uh, your different uh, media outlets and different places that people can uh, uh, receive this information, and you name several of them. And it's, and it's impressive that God can use these technological advances to help move the word of God all over the world. And I don't know if, if folk realize it, but when you yeah. say different, the different uh, 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 media outlets, that what you're really saying is that people all over the world are hearing what we're doing on Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. Yes, and I believe yeah, church is yeah. supposed to be I believe church is supposed to be a place where whenever we come together, we make a difference. Amen. Amen and amen. And and, and so I say that rather seriously because there are things going on all around us. And it's time that we, the people of God, with all the power, because that's what we have. We've got all the power in Jesus Christ. My Bible tells me in Matthew for, uh, chapter 28, verse 18, Jesus, Jesus Jesus, disclosed this himself. He said, all power has been given unto him in heaven and on earth. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of power. And guess what? We, as the people of God, we, as the church, are the body of Christ. So you can't be the body of Christ and not have access to that power. 
Yes, I just wish yes. I had somebody to say amen. Amen. You, 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 you cannot be a part of him and not have access to all that he is. So we have a responsibility with this power. And, and we're going to pray. First and foremost, we're going to pray as we come before the Lord today. We're going to pray a prayer of humility as we come before you, Lord. We humble ourselves before you right now. We bow down to you right now, Lord. We recognize your holiness. We recognize your majesty. We exalt you. We recognize your glory. And we give your name to praise. And as we stand before you, we ask that you have your will be done, not ours. Speak to me and speak through me that I may feed your people the words that you have designed for them to have. Meet us, Lord, at the point of our need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. We don't have a lot of time on these, on, these, on these calls, so you can't say everything in one setting. But there are some things of interest that the Lord would like me to share with you on today. Amen? Amen. Go with me to Psalm Amen. 82. Amen. First of all, first of all, whoever you are and wherever you are and whatever time zone and whatever nation and whatever city or state you're in, go and get your Bible. Go and get your Bible. And when you get your Bible, turn with me to Psalm 82. I'm going to begin reading in verse 1. And if you can hear me, say amen, please. Amen. God stands in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. That's a sermon right there all by itself. And if I had time, I would take the time and just preach from that verse. But we're going to move on because I'm going to share some other things. He says in verse 2, how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy, rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Listen, listen, there's wickedness going on. And God is letting you know, amen, he, he, he's going to get rid of all the wickedness that has, that has kept his people, amen, in positions of being poor fatherless, afflicted, and needy. Amen. How many know God is your father? Hallelujah. And yes, he doesn't want you to be, he doesn't want us to be poor. He doesn't want us to be fatherless. Amen. He doesn't want us to be needy. And he certainly doesn't want us to be in the hands of the wicked anymore. So a change is about to come. Verse 4, I'm going to read it again. Verse 4 says, deliver the poor and needy. Tell somebody deliverance is about to take place. Deliverance is taking place. And when you hear the word deliverance, deliverance is just another way of saying rescue. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a whole lot of folk that need rescue right now. And I'm talking about the kind of rescue that only God can do for you. I'm talking about the kind of rescue, the kind of deliverance that only God can do. He's the only one that can rescue you from some stuff. Somebody knows who I'm talking about. Yes, amen. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. 
So deliver the poor and the needy out of the hand of the wicked. He said, they know not, good God Almighty, they know not. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, when you get a chance, if not, just write it down and study it at your leisure. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it reads, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I can remember in days past hearing, a, hearing an expression that says, what you don't know won't hurt you. I stopped by to tell you nothing could be farther from the truth. What you don't know will hurt you as it relates to spiritual things. Amen. Because the Bible said that God said his people are being destroyed for what they don't know. And so the verse in, in Psalm 82 and verse 5, it said, they know not. In other words, they don't know. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. And all the foundations of the world, of the earth, are out of course. Everything's out of course. That means everything is backwards. Everything is twisted. Everything is messed up. As we used to say a long time ago, everything is jacked up. Everything yeah. is twisted and confused. Everything is backward because the people of God, the people that are being oppressed by the adversary, know not. How many know when you come into the knowledge, things change? And that's what God yeah. is pouring out right now, knowledge, because there's been a conspiracy to keep God's people out of knowledge. And it's time out, praise God. It's time out for that. It's time that God's people begin to know that they know that they know. Amen? Amen. Amen. We have been... We have been the no-not generation long enough. We don't want to be the no-not generation. We want to be the ones that know. Because, because when you know, all the foundations of the, of the earth that are out of course begin to straighten up in our lives. Oh, and the devil, and I hate to talk about the devil as much as I do, but he's been really working overtime to keep God's people out of knowledge. He's trying his best to keep God's people from knowing certain things because when you know certain things, he has no power over you. So he's gone out of his way to keep knowledge, amen, out of the hearts and out of the minds of God's people. Amen and amen. I'm an observer. I am an observer. I'm sent by God oftentimes to go places, and what he uses me to do there is to observe. And I see things, and I hear things, and I notice things, because that's my job. My assignment is to observe. Now, occasionally, amen, he may allow me to speak and have a word, but for the most part, I'm observing. How many know you can learn a lot by observing? Yeah. I'm so glad you responded to me because we all know that's the truth. Mm -hmm. You can learn a lot by observing. You see things that need to be done not being done, and you see things that don't need to be done being done. You can see with your, you, you can see with your eyes why all the foundation of the earth is out of course because the devil has taken himself a place, sadly, in the house of God. Now, if it's the, since it's the house of God, who let the devil in? But he's he's made his way in there, and, and, and he's very yes. and, and he's very how can I say he's very subtle 
in, in his being yeah. there because he doesn't let you yeah. know he's there, but he's there because he's doing little things and he's using subtlety to do it. He, he, he's, he's using, he likes to keep people in doubt and in fear and in division and hatred and bitterness where Jesus Christ is trying to help us be in love and unity and fellowship. The devil's trying to do the opposite. And you can always tell when the devil is in because you'll see all kinds of instances of negativity taking place right before your very eyes as an observer. Doesn't take much to doesn't take much to, to realize what's going on. Amen. And so the Bible says all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Twisted, crooked, messed up, and everything. Listen to verse 6. I have said, the Bible says, I have said, you are gods. Yes. Amen. And all of you are children of the Most High. Amen. Now, that shouldn't be so hard to digest, but the devil doesn't want you to know things like that. But let's just take a good look at it from a practical standpoint. If the Most High, if you're children of the Most High, God, what else could you be but a God? Ooh, it gets real quiet when I start talking like this. Don't be afraid. The devil is a lie. Claim what you are. And it's okay to be, amen, what your father is. Amen. And so and so that's why the people know not. That's why the, all the foundation of the earth are out of course, because the people of God have been taught, praise God, that being what God made us to be is somehow wrong. But I stopped by to tell you, amen, that there's going to be a revolution in the word, praise God, that's going to begin to inform people of the truth in a way that the religious, man-made religious and denominational leaders who have been trying to keep God's people in the dark, you're going to, they, they're going to have nightmares because God's people are going to be demanding the light of God. Man, I wish I had some church folk today to speak to. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I say that because I'm giving God the praise. Would you turn that down too, Sonny? Yes. Turn it down one degree, okay? Yes. All right, in just a few minutes. In the meantime, you got your Bible? Yes. All right. I'm talking to my son, praise the living God. I'm talking to my beloved son. He said, son, he said, and the Bible says, son, he said, ye are gods. That's what he said, and I have said, the Bible says, God, this is God's word. I have said you are God's. Isn't it it something for people to be something that they don't know what they are? Something so powerful that it can stop all the foundations of the earth from being out of course? You are children of the Most High. Can I just go ahead and put it to you? You can't get any higher than the Most High. And we are his children. Good God Almighty. You're talking about a good upbringing. You can't get any higher than the Most High. He's as high as it gets. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's as high as it gets. And we are his children, church. We are his children, saints. We are his children. We are his children. We are children of the most high. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. He said, I have said, ye are gods. And all of you, not some of you, all of you, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you did. The truth about the matter is, if you serve the Lord, and if you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are now, amen, a child of the Most High God. And the Bible says, ye are gods, 
and all of you are children of the Most High. Praise the Lord. Now listen, I'm not talking to gangsters and thugs. I'm talking about people who have humbled themselves and given their life to Jesus Christ and have decided, amen, they want to make him their Savior. And they're living, amen, they're living redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Salvation is a powerful, powerful thing. And even though salvation is about eternity, eternal life with God, salvation is is about a whole lot more than just a sweet by and by. Salvation is about some things that are going on right now. The things that you can claim right now. Some things that you can be right now. Some things that you can do right now. Some things that you can have right now that the devil doesn't want you to have. Amen. So for that reason, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Topsy-turvy, upside down. Praise the living God. When God made man, and I know this because I read it in my own Bible, he said, I'm going to make man in the image and likeness of myself. He didn't do that because he was making a mistake. How many know God doesn't make mistakes? <laughs> well, I guess Amen. you didn't know. But God doesn't make mistakes. Amen. Everything God makes, Sister Marcia, everything God makes, he does it on purpose. He has an intended purpose for what he does. Because if he wants to make you great, he knows how to make you great. If he wants to make you mighty, he knows how to make you mighty. So he said, I'm going to make man as mighty as I possibly can. I'm going to make them in the image and likeness of myself. Amen. And and in addition to that, I'm going to let them have dominion over everything on the earth, period. Praise God. Praise God. So, 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 if you have dominion and you are a child of God, I think the reason that the foundation of the earth, all the foundations are out of course, because I think the people of God have been suffering needlessly from an identification crisis. Not knowing who they are. Not knowing whose they are. Not knowing what they are. And not knowing where they are. Could cause all the foundations of the earth to be out of course. What do you mean? What do you mean out of course? Just turn the news on. And, and and just look at it. There's not a day passed, amen, that there's not some kind of bad news coming across the airwaves. Last week I preached about doing the perfect will of God. What would happen if everyone committed to doing God's will? This week I'm wondering what would happen if everyone knew who they were and began walking, amen, in the newness of that life. Yes, amen. Could we straighten things out? Would things begin to change when people begin to change? I believe it would. I believe it would. But you have an adversary who's trying to keep you out of knowledge. Bible says they know not. They know not, neither will they understand. Don't let that be said about you. And if it is, don't let it be said about you another day, because this is your day of knowing, and this is your day of understanding, and this is your day of new beginnings. I want you to be encouraged from this moment forth, and know for a certainty, amen, that God did not create you, amen, by accident. He made you on purpose for a purpose, to fulfill his divine purpose in your life. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. He made us, because I'm including myself, he made us on purpose to fulfill purpose 
so we can go ahead and, 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 and be the people that he has called us to be. And so the world can see and know, amen, that there are some children of God still in the earth. Amen. There's a scripture in Romans that says the creature, and I'm going to turn to it if you give me just a moment, because we need to know these things because the, the world even knows, praise God, the world knows that there's more that should be going on than what is. It says in, 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 in Romans chapter 8, verse 19, it says, For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. All of creation is waiting for the people of God to show up and show out. Yes, amen. We've been hidden too long. It's time that we begin to take our rightful places in this thing called life and start doing what we were designed to do. I like Jesus. I take that back. I love Jesus. This is what Jesus says about himself. And, you know, Jesus is not... Jesus is not short of words. He is the word. And when he speaks, amen, everything he says comes to pass. How many believe it? Yes, amen. Amen. It's the truth anyhow. Jesus said these words in John. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the Gospel of John. He says in the 11th chapter, in the 25th verse, he says that I am the resurrection and the life. Amen? He says some powerful things about himself. Amen? He says, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen? God is trying to resurrect us, church. He wants us to rise again. Hallelujah. He, it, it's, it's time out for being less than what God has created us to be. How many believe that? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus also says, Jesus also says that I am the light of the world. How many believe that? Yes, amen. He says, I hallelujah. am the light of the world. Whenever Jesus says, I am, I am, I am, he's saying it with boldness. Because he's making a declaration of identification because he's not trying to do it, trying to build up a reputation because the Bible says he made himself of no reputation in Philippians chapter 2. He was doing, whenever he makes a declaration about what he is, He's doing it for the sake of identification. And he doesn't mind identifying himself as the way, the truth, and the life. He says, I am. He doesn't mind identifying himself as the light of the world. He says, I am. But this is what's wonderful about Jesus. Not only does he say he is the light of the world, but if you look in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, He says, you are the light of the world. Man, I wish I had more time, because this may take days. But Jesus is trying to instill something in us so we can know, so we won't be those who know not, neither do they understand. He's telling you that you are classified by me to be the same thing I am in the earth. It's a family matter. Amen. How many know that? How many know that? How many know that? Not only is Jesus the Son of God, but so are we. It's a family matter. I, I am the light of the world. You are the light of the world. First John chapter one verse five. It tells us that God, our Father, is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Man, I could have a good time doing this if somebody would just say amen. 
Amen. Well, Jesus is trying to bring us up to date. Jesus is trying to update us. Jesus is trying to give us some information so we can know more about ourselves and what we know so we won't walk around thinking we're less than what we are. And we certainly don't walk around, don't want to walk around thinking we're greater than what we are. But if you just follow Jesus, you'll find out exactly what you are. Because he's the way, the truth, and the life. And when the truth tells you something, you can believe it. Because one thing the truth can't do, and that's lie. So if Jesus says you are the light of the world, you can believe it. He says, you are the light of the world. He said, you are a city. I'm in Matthew chapter 5 now, verse 14. He said, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Yeah. All the creation is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. All the all the creation, it said in Romans chapter 8, verse 19. The creature means creation. Is waiting on the manifestation of the sons of God. We want to make sure we know, amen, who we are so we can do what God created us to do. Yes, amen. Like, yeah, but I thought man missed God. Yeah, man missed God. Man missed God, amen, with Adam. Man fell out of position with God because of sin. But God has given us yes. what we know as the second Adam meaning Jesus Christ, who came and washed away our sins. So that which separated us from God no longer exists, amen, as long as we go and sin no more. Amen. The Bible says that we have been reconciled by Christ to God. You know what reconcile means, church? Reconcile means we're back together again. Well, we were separated yes, yes. because of sin. We're back together again because of Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So we need to know these things so we can, so we can, so we can have a, 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 a more positive personal assessment of ourselves through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has given us a whole new direction, a whole new picture, a whole new image, a whole new life. Amen. And all we have to do is get a hold of him and don't let him go. The problem is that people are trying to let him go. Make up your mind. Understand, you can't do anything without Jesus. Yes, amen. And you don't have to worry about him leaving you because he already said he would never leave you or forsake you. He's always going to be with you if you allow yourself, amen, to stay in his arms. Keep your hand in his hand. And you'll find yourself walking, amen, and living a divine lifestyle. Amen. No longer will you have to live a lifestyle of being apologetic, a lifestyle of sorrow, a lifestyle of shame, a lifestyle of bitterness, a lifestyle of low self-esteem, a lifestyle of poverty and lack. A lifestyle of all the negative things that the devil is trying to ensure you that you have and that you are. See, if the devil had his way, his definition of you would be you ain't no good, you ain't no good, you ain't no good. Hmm. Isn't it good to know Jesus? Yes. Jesus said the devil, he said, he said he's come to steal, kill, and destroy. He said, I've come that you, have, that you may have life and that more abundantly. So we serve, amen, a risen Savior who went through everything he went through, not because he was a bad guy. He went through everything he went through because we, weren't, that we were the bad guys. And he, and, he, and he gave his life, praise the living God. I'm going to read it like the Bible says it. Go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and go to verse 21 with me. Amen. You got more light Amen. on your side of the room. I'm going I'm to get my wife Rosie to read for me. Would you read that 21st Amen. verse for, for us, please? Hallelujah. 
for he has made him to be sin for us. He has made him. Now, now he has made him, meaning God has made him, meaning Jesus. God made Jesus be sin for us. He didn't just make Jesus commit sin. That wouldn't have been good enough. He made Jesus to be sin, who knew no sin. He was righteousness. He was, he, Jesus Christ was total perfection. He did nothing whatsoever, amen, to necessitate being crucified. He did nothing whatsoever. There was no sin in him, and he made him to be sin. Why? As a sacrifice. He made him to be sin. Go ahead and finish reading that for us, please. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that ye might be made the righteousness of God in him. Did you hear that? Did yes. you hear that? Yes. He made him yes. who was total perfection become total imperfection. He made him he made him to be as wrong as we were because of sin to be as right as he is in God. He made he took on he took on the punishment that we should have been taken so we could take on the righteousness that he is. He traded places with us. And if you think grace is not powerful, I don't know what is. That's grace. He didn't, he didn't do it because we deserved it. He did it because God so loved you. Amen. He did it out of love. He did everything he did out of love. You may say, well, he doesn't even know my last name. He knows everything about you, past, present, and future. And he did it for that reason. Because he wants you to live, amen, a righteous life. Not a self-righteous life. Not some make-believe life. A righteous life. Meaning being right with God. In character as well as proximity. Because Jesus Christ is right now. He's seated at the right hand of God. And the Bible says that we sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. We have every reason to celebrate. Amen. We don't want to be the people any longer that know not and neither do they understand. Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. If you've given your life to Jesus Christ and allowed him to become the Lord of your life and your Savior, everything about you is brand new. Nothing is the same anymore. You have a whole new creation. You have a whole new identity, and your identity yeah. is now in Jesus Christ. You are, like the Bible says, a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The adversary wants to keep you dwelling on the old stuff. I've got to tell you this, because as long as you're looking backwards, you can never see the move forward. So he's always trying to make you dwell on the old stuff, the old you, the old thoughts, the old deeds. Let them go. Mm-hmm. Amen. And begin to follow Jesus. Amen. And walk in the newness of life. Amen. And watch what God has in store for you from this moment on. Amen. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Be encouraged. Someone has a prayer. Someone has a comment. We have everything we need in Jesus Christ. The Bible says that God has blessed us, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ. In other words, we'd only, we only think we need something, but God has supplied all of our needs when he gave us Jesus Christ. He gave us his absolute best. He gave us the total of everything he could give you. I need somebody to come on the line with me and just celebrate that. Amen. And begin to apply that. Because what good is it to what good is it to have something and not use it? 
we need to celebrate the gift of Jesus Christ. Because God gave him to the world for a reason. So the world wouldn't have to be the same anymore. Amen. Yes, yes. You have been reconciled to God. And all the finger pointers in the world can't change that. My Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Now, now you jump out of Christ Jesus, you're on your own. But as long as you're in Christ Jesus, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation. Mm-hmm. It, isn't it time we start living the no condemnation lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And start walking in the ways that God has designed us to? I don't know how God designed us to walk. If you don't know how God designed you to walk, just follow Jesus. He's exactly the way God wants you to be. Somebody say amen. Brother Lewis. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to take a moment or two and just catch my breath and say hallelujah. I'm going to give God praise for everything that he has made us do because the devil has been ripping God's people off long enough, trying to keep you from what's yours. And like I said, in this short time period, we don't have time to go through the whole inventory of what Jesus Christ has given us, but you need to know that you know that you know, amen, that as long as you got Jesus, you got God's best. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Anybody have a prayer or praise, anything they want to do, just give God praise with me. Somebody please let me know, amen, that Jesus Christ has touched your life today. Things never have to be the same. Uh, Only if you want them to be. Amen. You're right. We have anyone before the time runs out here today. Any prayers? Any testimonies? Uh, well, I, I have a quick go. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, just um, to to thank God and praise God for His blessings. Um, I need you know continued prayers for. Um, James and Alyssa, um, you know, things are going good, and I, I want them to continue on their their paths to sobriety. And um, and I pray for um, anyone out there that, that needs God in their life. You know, just open up your heart, and, and he's there for you. Amen. 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 That is so, that is so true. Amen. That is so good, and I thank you for that acknowledgement. Amen. And we yes. do continue to pray for you and yours. Thank you. All right. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, uh, Marsha, how I, I was thinking, well, you know, I, I need to pray for uh, my grandchildren, my children, and Che, and, and, and I need to just pray for them. And then I, some say, well, you know, it work, it's working for, for Marsha. As long as we've been praying for James, and he's an outstanding yeah. young man today, you know. It, yeah. Prayer works. It might not happen overnight. Like, we've been praying for James for quite some time, but it, it came yeah. through. Yeah. You know, Amen. so I'm going to keep keep my faith in knowing that my prayers for my family come through, and everybody's family. But, you know, I'm zooming in on Che right now. Uh, uh, I, I need <laughs> prayer for him. Uh, and that's what I'm really going to zoom in on right now. Thank Amen. you. Brother Lewis, I'm so glad that you said that because there's not a soul on this earth who does not need something personally from the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Regardless of their status, their position, their condition, you still need something from the Lord. Even on your best day, you still need something from the Lord. So what we need to do is practice praying because praying makes the difference. And what the adversary doesn't want people to do is to know that they can pray. When, when, when God is your father, and he is, 
you can go to your father and ask him for anything, 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 and he won't tell you no. Praise God. He won't tell you no. This This is what Jesus says about that. And and real quickly, Jesus says this, and we read it in Matthew, but we need to know it because it's food we need to eat every day. Jesus says these words. He gives us the power. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, he tells us, and I'm going to ask my wife to read it again, and she knows why, because it's getting cloudy out here, (laughs) and and I don't have the lights on. And so she's she's sitting right by the window, so I'm going to ask her to read Matthew 18 and verse 19. Go ahead, Sister Cooper. All right. You know, we, you, 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 you know, you, you know, you know. He wants us to. He wants us to know we got it like this. He says, "I'm gonna help you if I can." Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Listen to that, everybody. Listen to that. Whatsoever. He didn't say he didn't say we're gonna pick and choose. He said real quickly, whatsoever. In other words, there's nothing that you can't bind on earth that won't be bound in heaven. What do you mean bind, brother? Mm-hmm. Bind means prohibit and not permit. If you don't want to see it, praise the living God, just bind it. And whatsoever you bind on earth, Jesus said we'll be bound in heaven. Thank you, Lord. And he said and he says and he says, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That's how we're supposed to live. Does anybody understand what he's saying? Your life is changing now. You don't have to do it like you used to do it. Now you can live like me. Now you can live the way I live. This is the way I handle things. And you're following me now, and when I bind something, it's bound. Because whatever I bind on earth, God binds it in heaven. And whatever I loose on earth, God looses it in heaven. Loose means the opposite. Loose means to allow. Amen. What do you want to see happen? Just loose it. Just loose it. And we live daily. And we have to experience, we have to, we, we have to, we have to apply this scripture on a daily basis. My wife will tell you, she's my witness. Am I right or wrong? Amen. We have to apply this, but the more we apply it, the more we practice it, the better we get at it, and soon and very soon we'll be walking, amen, in the power of God the way he created us to. It makes no difference what it is, no matter how bad it is, whatsoever means, I don't care what it is, you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. I know I'm talking longer than I should. But we need to know these things because we got it like this. We got it like this. I'm going to turn it back over to uh, Brother Lewis. All right. Do we have any other prayers or testimonies or anything anyone would like to say today? You know, I, I, I have another prayer. This is for the family and the community of Memphis and for this country to pray for, and I wouldn't even pray for those officers that uh, committed this uh, sin against this young man in Memphis. They, Father, they know not what they do. Uh, we need a healing. We need a healing. And, uh, you know, it's just, a, you know, you watch the news, and the news has just been boom, 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 boom you know, bombarding you with things, but, you know, there's some things where God is going to have to come in, and we can't leave it to these legislatures, legislators and these congressmen and, and uh, 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 Republicans and Democrats to take care of this problem. You know, it, it, it's, it's really out of hand right now when you can beat somebody to death and, and, you know, and, and not think to and give a high five after you do it. So I just want to pray for the Memphis, the parents of the young man, and and this country. So we need a a healing. And you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I, I I agree with you, and we all have to do our part. And I say that because 
what we have said and done today about all the foundations of the earth being out of course, those activities are included. We want to turn things around so things like that don't have to happen again. Amen. Amen. Praise the living Amen. God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, and, 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 and so the job that the job that we can do, other than pray, in addition to praying, is being. I have said, "Ye are gods." Church. That's what the word says. It's time for us to begin being what God says we are. So the world, so creation can see, Amen. That uh oh, I just can't get away with everything because. God's got some presence in this earth. Without the presence of God, the yeah. adversary and all of his crew, they think they can do what they want to do because there's no presence of God. Yeah. Amen. And I totally concur with Amen. you on that. But when we begin to be the presence of God like we were created to be, the world will think twice about what it does. It's time, people of God, I'm speaking to the church. I'm speaking to the people of God. It's time to come out of hiding and let your light shine. Yes, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You, you, you just hit on something, yeah. Pastor. You know, when the, the enemies, if God is not present, the enemy will run havoc on this place. You know, uh, and, and, and those, his, his henchmen will feel as if they can do what they want to do and get away with it. We need to, the, our army, we need to strap up with our armor and, and, and fight back, you know, this, 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 uh, this, this battle. Because, you know, the uh, way I look at it, it's a battle of good, evil against good, love against hate. And there's a Darkness lot of hate going light. on out there. You dark against light, yeah. You know, we, we need, we need, we need to get together on this because the it's just looking so bad. And not even having to look at the news, you know, to 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 get it. You can feel it in the air, you know. It's just oh man. But anyway, I just hope I'm just hope the guy will come. I know he will. And uh, like I say, it's not up to man. It, well, it, it, man, we have our part. But we can't sit and, and, back and, and, and wait for them to make any laws. Man does have a part because in everything there's a move. And I have to say something, but now, people of God, that we are getting the knowledge, it's our move now. Yeah, yeah. It's time yeah. that we begin to move, amen, in the identity that God has given us and be the gods that he said we are and begin to let our light shine so darkness can go someplace and flee. Let me ask you a question. Have mm. you ever seen darkness hang around when the lights come on? It's gone. No, that's a good one. It's a good one. You're right. Flees. He flees. It flees. It's not even an argument. It has to go. It has no, no choice. Go so fast as long you can't as the see light it, is hiding and the light is not shining, darkness can just prevail. Not so. Yeah. Not anymore. It's time for us to let our light shine. Just like the Bible said. Jesus gave us the prescription. He said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. When the people start seeing the glory of the Lord on the people of God, darkness has got to flee. Folk will be saying, what was that noise I heard? Oh, that was darkness getting up out of here, going. No, it's darkness. Mm-hmm. The darkness will leave so fast, it won't even lock the door. It'll just run. We got to get darkness yeah. out of here, but we have to let our light shine to do it. And I heard you say, mm-hmm. putting on the armor of God, our armor is light. Let's start mm-hmm. walking in the light of God. Amen. Amen. I like to say, Thank God for today, and thank God for this fellowship of the Word in which we come in every Sunday morning, and we in the Word is spread worldwide, and we'll be back next Sunday. And uh, I'm not going to even test, uh, hit you up, Pastor. Let's just automatically know next Sunday. 
It's 11 o'clock on the West Coast, 2 on the East, and 1 in the middle. Fellowship of the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper here on Blog Talk Radio. We'll see you next Sunday. Amen.